Today, I have such a great episode for you on our 1% Better podcast. It's called The Neat Way to Change Your Body Composition. It's a little play on words, just kind of threw that one out there. We're going to talk about what is NEAT, N-A-E-A-T, why yours might be low, and what you can do to increase it. This is a great conversation when it comes to body composition goals. So I thank you for tuning in and let's dig in. All right, guys, I'm Taryn Dubriel. I'm the founder of CrossFit Function. This is the 1% Better Podcast. And today we're talking about the neat way to change your body composition. I love this topic. This is a really, we're going to get down and gritty in the nerdy science type of nutrition and physical activity. So if this is not your thing, then maybe just skip this episode right now. But if you're interested in changing your body composition, then this is definitely one that you want to listen to. So some things that we're going to talk about today, what is NEAT, N-E-A-T, it's an abbreviation, why your NEAT might be low and probably low, and what we can do to increase it. Now, I was sitting here thinking about some of the most common conversations that we have in the gym, and that's usually how I, I pick topics to talk about on this podcast, and this one kept crossing my mind. Neat. It's something that is talked about amongst my staff, especially in our nutrition coaching um, staff chat. But just helping our clients change their lives in general comes back to some of the most basic concepts. Now, I've been doing this for 15 years. I've been in the fitness industry for 15 years. So when I say that this is one of the most common conversations, it definitely is. It is. It is probably one of the most overlooked aspects of your approach to your health and fitness. And sometimes when we prescribe the things that we're going to talk about today as nutrition coaches or, or just in the gym as coaches, we get these looks back at us. Like, are you kidding me? Like, this is what I'm paying for. Like I already know I need to do that. So as you go through this, you'll understand why you typically have that reaction, but then you're also going to understand why we're prescribing these things as coaches. And so I say that because fitness and nutrition are only small parts of the equation. When we set out to change our lives or just all the, just get ourselves back on a more healthy trajectory, we automatically warrant towards the gym, our fitness. And we do that because it's easy. It's only one hour of our day. And I say easy, it's a relative term. We know the workouts are not always actually easy, but in terms of the 24 hours that we have in our day, spending an hour in the gym is considered easy. So that's why we always default towards getting started on our fitness first. There's less resistance. And then somewhere down the road, you might entertain your nutrition. And those that are willing to make you know, some bigger changes in their lives are actually going to go down that road. But those that aren't ready to take control of those other 23 hours, they usually turn around and burn a U-ball. That's okay. But I bring this up because usually when we talk about picking healthier choices, fitness and nutrition are like the only things that get talked about. But in the the whole equation to the things that can change your life and change your physiology and change your health, they are small parts of that equation. The other, so if we come to the gym three times, three hours in our week, there are other 165 hours that actually matter way more 
within the one hour that you're spending in the gym. Now, I'm sorry if I burst your bubble and you were putting all your eggs in a basket over your workout in the gym. <laughs> if fitness and nutrition were the answer, I would definitely not have a job. That's for sure. Everybody would get it, get their stuff rolling in the right direction. And then that would be it. They'd be able to do it on their own. But it, because they aren't the biggest parts of the equation, there is always more work to be done. So let's dig into it. The first burning question, what is NEAT? N-E-A-T. It stands for non-exercise activity thermogenesis. Yeah, big words. Big. I told you we were getting science-y today. This means that it's energy expended that's not sleeping, eating, or exercise related. So you can see how this is basically all the rest of your energy that's expended throughout the day, no matter what it is that you're doing. Sleeping, eating, and exercise don't count during this. And it's the most forgotten aspect of weight loss and health. And that is because our population has become so sedentary. We need to look at this factor so much more, so much more. The, the thing about NEAT is that if I asked you, how active are you in your day? Like, how much are you moving around? How much are you walking? Most people would tell me, you know, like I'm, I am very active at my job. I'm, you know, I cart the kids around, I'm chasing the kids and they have this like gross estimation about how much actual energy expenditure that they're putting out, or they put too much weight on the calories that they burn in their workout. So this is why the second point I want to talk about is why your NEAT is actually lower than you think. And I'm going to start with a story. This is a personal story. And it really, it really hit home for me in the last two years, I would say. Now I spent 11 years in the gym, coaching most of the classes, walking around, you know, I'm physically active while I'm coaching these classes, moving across the floor there. I, I was spending two to four hours a day training while I was training for the CrossFit games. Like I had such an active day that a 20,000 step day was just like a normal day, normal day. And in the last two years, as the business grew and, you know, our staff and our team grew and I got off the floor more and more and more and gave those opportunities to my staff, I became a business mentor that, you know, I, I own another company called perfect day business mentorship. I also mentor gym owners across the world as well. But the thing about that job is I stand in, it's not a job. The, the thing about that part of my life now is I now stand in front of a computer screen and I talk to people for the majority of my day. I wake up at 4 a.m. I spend 90 minutes standing in front of my computer, actually building my business. I may work out after that. And then I come back and I talk to people for the majority of my day and I'll finish the day somewhere in there walking the dogs. Maybe I might get a workout in at the end of the day or I'm doing stuff around the house. But the thing that hit me in the first, let's say, month or two was how I would barely crawl 5,000 steps in my day. And like, consequently, my health took a decline from where I was when my day was as active as it, as it used to be. It was wild. And so I tell you this story because desk jobs sedentary 
the sedentary type of lifestyle that people live nowadays is just you're grossly overestimating how much actual activity there is in your day that's not sleeping, eating, or exercise. Now, think about winter. So for those of our listeners who are here in Canada, think about winter. When it's minus 40 outside and the last thing you want to do is go outside and you might actually only spend 10 or 15 minutes outside, there is a mighty decrease in your activity in your daily. But here's the catch 22. Because our lives have changed so much on a physical aspect, the things that don't change is our eating habits. So we eat as much or more than we used to when we were super active. We become less active as we age, which gives us a decrease in our metabolism physiologically as we age and just because of this lack of movement. And then we just generally slow down. And so we have all of these activity level changes that are happening negatively, but we're not changing our eating habits or those are also increasing and getting worse. So I want you right now, as you're listening to this, to take an honest reflection of what your day-to-day looks like from both of those aspects. What is my need? What truly is it? And have I changed my eating patterns to associate with that change? When this hit me, (laughs) I'm like having this reflective moment right now. I just remember standing here looking at my watch one day as I was mentoring somebody and I had barely crossed 3000 steps and it was like 3 p.m. And the next day I went in to coach the 6 a.m. class at the gym. I think I did the 7 a.m. class too. And I had like 6,000 steps before 8 a.m. And (laughs) the only difference was I was moving around for two hours, walking around the floor, coaching athletes versus I spent 15 hours the day before standing in one place, talking to my computer screen. And did my eating habits change from either of those days? Absolutely not might drink more coffee one day. That's for sure. So after you take this honest assessment of your own level, then we need to turn around and and talk about like what we can do to increase it. So I'm going to make this super simple for you. 10,000 steps minimum. There's all kinds of things going around today. Like I I just read an article the other day that said 7,000 is the new like projected number. And I just think that's bizarre that at one point our society set 10,000 and now we're setting 7,000. Like we need to give ourselves a lower goal to hit because we're that sedentary. Imagine that. So let's stick with 10,000. That's a great number to get out and be active. That's a 5k walk. That's a half an hour run, like something like that. But to be totally honest, 15,000 is an excellent number because that means you are out and you are putting a lot of time and attention into the movement in your day. Now, if you're just somebody that has a desk job and this just isn't a realistic point of view for you, 5,000, make it happen, but be consistent every single day to hit those targets. 
Now, the next thing I'm going to say is start and end your day with activity that isn't exercise. Start your day with a morning walk, end your day with a morning walk, because that A is going to take you away from the bad things like sitting in front of the TV, watching Netflix or scrolling your phone while you're laying in bed. It's going to force you to get up, get your digestive system moving, put some water in your body before you drink coffee. If you go on a morning walk, it's just going to make you more mindful about what you're doing. And arguably, (laughs) you knew I was going to say this, but arguably the best way to do this is to get a dog because the dog needs to go out and get walked. And so that's going to force you to increase your activity no matter what. If I go back to the story that I just told you about changing my lifestyle to becoming a business mentor, I can't imagine what my life would be like if I didn't have the dogs to force me outside several times a day. Like it would be wild. So 10,000 is like the average you should be aiming for. If you have a super sedentary job, desk job, try and hit five every single day. But if you have the ability, 15 would really hammer it home. Now I've done something. I've made this super easy for you. You know what, if you just go into your Instagram or your Facebook and you send the CrossFit function um, profile, a DM with the word activity in it. Okay. The word activity, just type activity in there and send us a DM. I will send you back the walking plan blueprint that I put together. And this is just something you can be a robot about. You can pull this up. You'd be like, okay, today I'm going to walk this much. Let's go. Then the next day you pull it up. I'm going to walk this much. Let's go. So it just takes the thinking out of it for you and makes you accountable. It's got some check boxes and stuff for you. So just to play along if you need a reason or something else to motivate you. So just hit our socials, hit our cross your function socials and type the word activity in there. You can also find this stuff and a ton of, a ton of other stuff in our free Facebook group. So if you type in getfityorkton.com, it'll take you right to that Facebook group. You can request access in, my team will let you in and then just go nuts, grab as much free stuff as you can, free resources. There's eBooks, uh, infographics, like everything there for you. And that's all meant to just, honestly, it's our mission to impact the lives of 5,000 people around and inside the community of Yorkton. And I mean, there's listeners from all over Canada and the the world actually listening to 1% better, which is absolutely freaking unreal. Can I just say that for a minute? If we can impact one life today because you grabbed a free resource and that helped you take some action today, then man, our job here is done. So I'd be just absolutely delighted to see you join our group. All right, let's wrap this up. Why you're neat is important to your goals. All right. So we talked about what is it? It's your, all the activity that exists in your day. That's not eating, sleeping, or actual exercise. We talked about why yours is probably lower. Okay. You run this super sedentary life that you are grossly overestimating the amount of activity that you put in your day. And then I gave you some key steps on no pun intended. I gave you some key things to do to help you increase that net that need. So work for 10 to 15,000 steps in your day, Start and end your day with activity and then insert small opportunities throughout your day, wherever that might be, where you can add even a little bit more exercise or activity into your day. Okay. So here's the thing. If you enjoyed listening to this super sciencey geeky topic, it would just absolutely delight me if you could, I'm not going to ask you to like or uh, comment or subscribe or do any of that. Like that's boring. People just don't do that. Um, But I mean, by all means, if you want to subscribe to the podcast, do it. If you don't, no big deal, whatever. 
but I got like three super simple things for you to do. Take a screenshot of this episode and in your socials tag CrossFit function on this screenshot. Like that's super easy. You can take a screenshot. What this does is that tells me that you're enjoying this type of content. So that gives me feedback to just keep talking about this stuff and keep making episodes about this stuff. So just take a screenshot, tag CrossFit function, share it on your socials. But then most of all, if you have a friend or a family member that can't seem to make any changes, they keep talking about how they're gaining weight or they've lost the same 10 pounds and they gain 10 pounds or whatever it might be, grab this episode and send it their way. So let's, let's try and impact the life of somebody within your circle by shooting them this podcast. Because if that gets them off off the couch tonight and gets them for a walk, that's amazing. You're the catalyst that sparked that in their day. And that's a step in the right direction. <laughs> it's a step in the right direction. No pun intended. All right. Thanks for listening with me, guys. I appreciate you all.